Hello, and welcome to the Word Experience Podcast, where the Word of God is experienced in a fresh new way. Prepare yourself to hear God's Word talk with simplicity and understanding. And now, here's your host, Cliff Goldberg. Hey, 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 what it do, fam? Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Word Experience Podcast, where we experience the Word in a fresh new way. I am your host, Cliff Gober, and uh, got a great show for you today. So let's start it off with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you so much for what you continue to do in us and through us. We thank you, God, for your word that teaches us and it shows us and it illuminates things and gives us revelation and understanding. And that's what we're praying for today, God. Just another level of revelation and another level of understanding for your people. Uh, This is your thing, God. I'm just the vessel that you're using, and I know that this word is going to change the lives of the people who hear it. It's going to bless people from the inside out, and it's going to do everything that you have called it to do. And we declare these things to be so. In Jesus' name, we thank every ear uh, that's anointed to hear, and we thank thank you that every heart is open to receive. These things we declare to be so in Jesus' name with a thankful heart. Amen. All right, fam. Y'all good? Everybody good? Your mama and them good? I'm Pookie and them good? They good? Y'all good? Okay. <laughs> Got an awesome, awesome lesson I want to share with you guys today. Uh, our first two podcasts dealt with uh, the Word of God itself and the value of the Word of God itself. Today, we're going to look at the importance of understanding the Word of God, the importance of understanding the Word of God. So the question is asked then, what is understanding? You know, what, what are we talking about? I, I had a math teacher in uh, the 10th grade, uh, and we talked about geometric proofs and all the whole bunch of nerd stuff that most of you guys are really not concerned about. <laughs> and just so you know, I am a straight nerd, straight nerd, no chaser. All right. So anyway, uh, my math teacher used to talk about when we were getting ready to prove something that we all had to be on the same page. And he would always say, you have to, to, uh, define a thing before you can prove it, before you can talk about it, before you can discuss it, before you can debate it, you have to determine exactly what it is that you're talking about, defining a thing before you start talking about a thing. So let's define understanding. A simple dictionary uh, definition of understanding is to grasp or comprehend the meaning intended or expressed by another. To grasp or comprehend the meaning intended or the meaning expressed by another. So when we're talking about understanding the Word of God, we're talking about grasping or comprehending the meaning intended by the writer who is God, you know, God-inspired men who wrote uh, the various books of the Bible. We need to grasp or comprehend the meaning intended or the meaning expressed uh, by the Word of God. And if we don't get the right comprehension or if we don't grasp the right meaning intended, then misunderstanding can happen, misquoting can happen. We talked a little bit about that in our last podcast, how the the Word of God is oftentimes misquoted or misspoken or just simply misunderstood, right? So our goal is to comprehend the meaning intended or to comprehend the meaning expressed 
uh, by another. A simple everyday definition of understanding is when the light bulb goes off. We've seen all of those uh, cartoons and commercials and animated things where when somebody understands, there's literally literally a light bulb that goes off over their heads, which means they got it. They understand, right? And I call that the light bulb principle, that once you get an understanding, once you comprehend it, once you grasp the idea that's being expressed, the light bulbs go the light bulb goes off and you understand exactly what it is that is being expressed or written in, in our in our uh, example what's being written in the word of god so we want to make sure that when we're studying the word we want to make sure that we get an understanding right i'm i'm almost getting ahead of myself but i'm going to go ahead there's a scripture in proverbs that says with all thy getting come on come on bible scholars with all thy getting get understanding. Okay. So that's our goal. It's not just read the Bible or read the scriptures. I'm going to read the Psalms every day. Well, that's cool. But if you don't understand what you're reading, if you can't grasp the meaning intended, then you're just reading words that have no real impact in your life. And this word, we talked about this, I believe, in the in the Value of the Word podcast. This word is living and active. So, so, so why read something that's living and active, but because of your lack of understanding, what's supposed to be living and active and come alive in your life just kind of lies there like a dead fish. And that's not what the intent of the word of God was for. It, it is intended for us to understand. All right. So um, somebody would say, well, you know, Cliff, but, you know, I read the Bible I study the Bible, I, I, you know, uh, and, and I get a little something and I learn this and I learn that. And maybe that's true, you know, and, and, and I've said this before. It, it is not my responsibility to determine who the saints of God are or who's really saved or who's not saved or who's really studying or who's, you know, that's, that's not my business. That's between you and God. All I will say is, and Jesus kind of mentioned this, he said, a tree is known by the fruit that it bears, okay? And so if I check out your fruit, I can kind of determine how much real understanding you've gotten from the Word of God. Now, you know, you may be studying, but are you getting understanding? And there's something that, 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 that's talked about a lot in church. You hear, it, you hear it oftentimes in Bible studies and, you know, ministers talk about memorizing the Word of God, right? That you got to memorize Scripture so you can know what it is. And there's a Scripture that says, you know, thy word have I hid in thy heart so I won't sin against thee. And that's cool. But again, memorization without understanding I don't know how much impact that word is going to have. Just because you memorize something, that doesn't necessarily mean you understand it. You know, I can get a, a manual from a, a technical manual from some type of technical equipment and I can memorize what it says in the manual. But that doesn't necessarily mean I understand what the manual is talking about. OK, so, yes, memorization is good, but that's not the end all be all. We want memorization to lead to understanding. And I think if you study the word enough and study the word enough, you won't have to try to memorize it. It just gets into your psyche. It gets into your mind, right? There's certain things. Uh, I grew up in the AME church, and on Sunday mornings, we had something called the Decalogue. 
and we would read the Ten Commandments, and we would read the scriptures attached to, to the Ten Commandments. And a lot of that stuff I still remember, and I never tried to memorize it, right? It was just we said it over and over and over and over and over again over the years, and I just remember it. And God spake all these things. Thou shalt have no gods before me, right? Remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Six days shall thy shall, shall labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath day, you know, and on and on and on, okay? I didn't try to memorize that stuff. It just became a part of my memory. <laughs> but I can tell you growing up, a lot of that stuff that I memorized, I did not understand until I got a lot older. So... We don't want to stop at memorization thinking, okay, I, I, I just got big points with God because I just memorized the last five Psalms. You know, it doesn't mean anything if there's no understanding. Okay, so let's go to the Word of God and uh, kind of chop this up a little bit. Okay, so I mentioned this scripture earlier. It's Proverbs 4 and 7. Proverbs 4 and 7. If this is your first time checking out the Word Experience podcast, hey, how you doing? Welcome. Glad you're here. Um, and we go through a lot of scriptures. We go through a lot of scriptures and we take our time and we chop it up and, you know, uh, break it down as simple as possible and uh, into bite-sized pieces. And um, so you can get some understanding. That's our goal. All right. So glad you're here. All right. Proverbs 4 and 7 says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all you're getting, get understanding. So there it is, right there. It's as plain as the nose on your face. With all that you get, get understanding. Okay, now the main thing is wisdom, and that's, you know, maybe we'll do a teaching at some point on wisdom. But, but what we're focusing in on is, in all the things that you get, get understanding. Because wisdom means nothing if there's no understanding behind it. Okay, uh, the Living Bible translation says getting wisdom is the most important thing you can do. And with your wisdom, develop common sense and good judgment, common sense and good judgment. These are the things that wisdom brings. Okay, common sense and good judgment. When, and when I understand something. I can look at it in a way where I get it. I, and it, it, it leads to doing things from a common sense perspective. It leads to having good judgment about how I approach certain things in life, connected to the Word of God. All right? Now, I did a lot of talking, you know, uh, at the beginning of this podcast. I usually jump right into the Word, but, you know, we just flowing here. I'm just sitting here flowing and letting God do what He does, right? All right, so let's look at our next scripture now. We want to go to Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 through 4. Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 through 4. And, uh, you know, if you have your Bibles and got your notepads, I hope you got all of that stuff. If you go, wait, wait, Cliff, I got to get my stuff. All right, well, go ahead, get your stuff. You know, I don't have the uh, Jeopardy theme song around, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let you get to what you're getting to. Um Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 through 4, all right? And I'm reading these out of the New King James translation unless there is, unless I mention a different translation. All right, here we go. Matthew 13, 1 through 4, verse 1 says, On the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea. And great multitudes were gathered together to him so that he got into a boat and sat. 
and the whole multitude stood on the shore. Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Now, this is what is known as the parable of the sower. And there were three different types of ground that Jesus described seed being thrown on. One was stony ground, wayside, uh, uh, thorns and thistles, and then good ground. I'm sorry, so that's four types of ground. Okay, This is the first type of ground, the seed that fell by the wayside. And the birds came and devoured them. All right. Now, we jump down. We stay in Matthew chapter 13. And let's jump down to verse 18. Matthew chapter 13, verse 18. And we're going to look at verses 18 and 19. And what happens is, after Jesus did his Bible study, he went away with his disciples. And they began to ask him, what did the parable mean? And here in verse 18, he begins to explain what the parable meant. So verse 18 says, Therefore hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. All right. So I make this statement regarding this scripture. The enemy can steal what we don't understand. That's how important understanding is. I can read scriptures from morning to night, but if I don't understand it, the, the knowledge, the wisdom, the revelation is lost to me because I don't understand it. And so any type of knowledge, any type of information, information without understanding can be stolen. If you don't understand it, the enemy can steal it. And what he also can do, and he does this a lot with, with Christians, he will pervert your understanding because you don't understand it. He will pervert how you grasp the concept. Okay? So, so it is important to get an understanding of what you read. It's important to get an understanding of what you study. That way the enemy can't steal it. He cannot steal what you understand. I wanna, I'm, I'm going to put a, a positive uh, spin on that statement. The enemy cannot steal what you understand. So that should make you dig a little deeper, go a little further when you're studying the word, not just read it like you're checking off a box. You're a good Christian. I read some scriptures today. You know, it's not about that. It's about understanding. So the enemy can't steal it because once you got it, we talked about the light bulb principle earlier. Once you got it, you got it. Nobody can take away anything from you that you don't understand. Those, you know, I'm a math guy, so you know, these, are the, these are the examples that I use. Those of you who may understand algebra, nobody can take your knowledge and understanding of algebra away from you. Why? Because you understand it. So, so, so when we understand the thing, that's when we take possession of it. And the enemy can't steal what we understand. All right. So the question comes up. All right. Cool. Uh, Cliff, that's cool. So so how do I get understanding? You know, all I know how to do, Cliff, is open the Bible and read it. And, you know, some things make sense to me and some things don't. So so how do I get what you're talking about? I hear what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Right. 
So how do I get understanding when it comes to the Word of God? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let's go to Psalms 119, verse 104. Psalms 119, verse 104. All right. Psalms 119, verse 104. A lot of verses in Psalms 119. You should read it sometimes from top to bottom and get some understanding. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, Psalms 119 verse 104 says, through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. The Living Bible says, and since only your rules can give me wisdom and understanding, no wonder I hate every false teaching. All right. So the first way we get understanding is simply put through the word of God, through the word of God we can gain understanding. We can gain understanding about life. We can gain understanding about relationships. We can gain understanding about how to be successful. We can gain understanding about the roles of husbands, wives, and children in a family. We can gain understanding about who Jesus was. We can gain an understanding about how to love people, right? All of those things can come from the Word of God. And since only the Word of God, I'm going to plug that in, only the Word of God can give me wisdom and understanding. No wonder I hate every false teaching. I'm telling you, man, when you really get a taste of understanding of the Word of God, a lot of the other, a lot of the other opinions that are in the world, they fade in their importance. And, and, and I'm not trying to put anybody down, not trying to you know, discount anybody's opinion or talk shows or therapists or things of that nature. All of those things have value when they're done properly. Right. But the word of God understood, in my opinion, trumps all of that stuff. It's above all of that stuff. Why? Because the word of God is the life manual given to us by the manufacturer of life. So who better to know how to do life <laughs> than the creator of life himself? OK, so the word of God is the first step in gaining understanding. Number two, the second way of Getting understanding, we're going to go to Nehemiah uh, chapter 8, verses 2 and 3. Nehemiah chapter 8, verses 2 and 3. All right. So uh, the first way to get understanding is the word of God. The second way is going to be found in Nehemiah chapter 8, verses 2 and 3. Verse 2 says, So Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly of men and women and all who could hear with understanding on the first day of the seventh month. So first of all, the people who gathered to get understanding already had a mindset to be able to understand. Okay, my guess is he's talking about people old enough and mature enough to be, uh, to be able to understand what was about to come their way. All right. All right. Reading on. Then he read from it in the open square that was in front of the water gate from morning until midday before the men and women and those who could understand and the ears of all the people were attentive to the book of the law. Can you imagine a Bible study from morning to midday? So we're going to get together at seven o'clock in the morning. We're going to have a little breakfast and we're going to get together and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to read the word from seven o'clock till noon. We're going to break for lunch and then everybody get to go home. Is that amazing? Would that be amazing? I'm looking forward to that day. I really, really am. Okay, so that was verses 2 and 3. Let's jump down to 
verse 8, Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8. So all the people have gotten together in the, in the middle of the city, in front of the water gate, and, and Ezra, the priest, uh, they got together and they began to read the book, which is the law and the prophets for them. The Old Testament is, is a simple explanation of what they were reading. Okay, the book of the law. That's what it was called. Right. So now we jump down to verse eight. Verse eight says, so they read distinctly from the book in the law of God and they gave the sense and helped them to understand the reading. And Nehemiah, who was the governor, Ezra, the priest and scribe and the Levites who taught the people said to all the people, this day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn nor weep. For all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. Now look at this. You got, you got Nehemiah, Ezra, and the Levites. And what happened was, if you read the whole story, there were people in the crowd who basically explained to some of the people what was going forth out of the book of the law. So imagine Ezra up there reading something. And you're in the crowd, and there's somebody standing next to you. And somebody goes, oh, what, what did they say? What did that mean? And then somebody, well, what that means was, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Oh. And then somebody behind the guy who explained it said, hey, hey, man, say that again. What did that mean? Okay, what that meant was, ba 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 Oh. And all throughout the camp, all throughout the groups of people, understanding began to break out between Nehemiah Ezra and the Levites and the people in the crowd, they were bringing understanding to the folk who didn't understand. Such a level of understanding broke out that the people started crying. I don't know if you've ever been confused about something and you just couldn't get it and you just couldn't understand it. And somebody came along and, and I think one of, the, uh, one of the translations says they came along and made sense of the word. And the relief that you felt because you go, oh, that's what that is. Oh, my goodness. Now, imagine your depth of understanding being so deep that you start to cry. That's what happened here. And he said again in verse nine, this day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn nor weep for all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. All right, let's skip down to verse 12, Nehemiah 8. Verse 12. Now, in verse 10, there is that uh, famous, well-known scripture, uh, for the joy of the Lord is your strength, right? And, you know, we can do a whole teaching on that joy comes from what you know, and what you know brings joy, and joy gives you strength. And if you're strength, you're, you're strong, and you can beat the enemy and defeat the enemy. But if you don't know, then you have no joy. And if you have no joy, you have no strength. And if you have no strength, you're weak. And if you're weak, you can't defeat the enemy. So it all goes back to what you know. And based on what we're talking about today, it all goes back to what you understand. Amen. Okay, so let's look at verse 12. Verse 12 says, And all the people went their way to eat and drink, to send portions and rejoice greatly, because they understood the words that were declared to them. Look at that. Now they want to have a party because they understand what they heard. Now we want to eat. Now we want to bring some food to Aunt Carol and them and take it to the house and tell Aunt Carol and them what we heard at Bible study today. Right. And they're rejoicing. That word rejoice means to leap, 
to, to dance, to spin around, right? So now they're dancing, they're eating, <laughs> they're partying, they're, they're, they're sending food to other people, they're rejoicing greatly. Why? Because they shouted at church? Why? Because they spoke in tongues? Why? Because they danced, 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 danced all night? No, because they understood what they heard. And so the second way to get understanding is through the preaching and the teaching of the Word of God. There is a certain level of understanding that comes when we study the Word on our own. And I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. But there is another understanding that comes when a man or woman of God who studied the word, who is anointed to minister that word, brings that word from a perspective that you had, need, you had no clue about this particular perspective. I mean, it, the understanding comes so strong you get goosebumps. Or, like the people did here in Nehemiah, you just start to cry. Because you got understanding. You got understanding. Amen. All right. All right. Uh, now we're going to stay on this, the preaching and the teaching of the word. Let's go to Acts chapter eight, verse 26. Acts chapter eight, verse 26. Now we're still talking about understanding comes through the preaching and the teaching of the word of God. Acts chapter eight, verse 26. Now, uh, a little background on this scripture. Uh, the day of Pentecost had happened, and Peter stood up, and you know, and the 120 who were in the upper room, they started speaking in tongues. Everybody heard the goodness of God in their language. This is in Acts chapter one, I believe, or Acts chapter two. Acts chapter two, and um, and so through the movement of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Ghost and the preaching of Peter under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, 3,000 people got added to the church. And every day they got together, they ate, they fellowshiped, and they had Bible study. And they ate, and they fellowshiped, and they had Bible study. And they shared all the extra stuff that they had with other people who were in need, and nobody was in need, nobody was in want, and it was just awesome, right? Well, one of the guys who was going to Bible study every day, he wasn't a prophet, he wasn't anointed per se, he wasn't a minister, he was just a dude that went to Bible study every day. His name was Philip. And so we're going to pick up the story here at Acts chapter 8, verse 26. Verse 26 says, Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all of her treasury, and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning. And sitting in his chariot, he was reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said to Philip, go near and overtake this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you are reading? And he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. And so what happens is Philip begins to explain the scripture that the eunuch was reading in the book of Isaiah. Now, how was he able to do that? He'd been going to Bible study every day. And he was anointed by God to do exactly what uh, the eunuch needed for him to do. All right. So let's skip down to verse 35. Verse 35 says, then Philip opened his mouth 
and beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. So what he really did was he took, I think, because I think he was reading a prophecy about Jesus that was in the book of Isaiah. And so now Philip sees what it is. He goes, oh, I know what this is. Why? Because I've been to Bible study every day. And he begins to take the prophecy in Isaiah and, and bring understanding to the eunuch about Jesus. And he begins to explain to him about who Jesus was and how he was the Messiah and how and all the things about what we call the gospel or the good news about Jesus. And so once the eunuch understood what was going on, his whole life changed. Now, Bible scholars will say that this particular man went back to Ethiopia and established a church in Ethiopia. And I was just doing some research on uh, a political figure in Ethiopia. Come to find out, out of all of the countries around Ethiopia, most of them were uh, Muslim countries. Ethiopia was the only Christian country in that particular area up until the 20th century. Okay, so this guy had <laughs> he got some serious understanding. He went back home and he told everybody about what he learned in Jerusalem about Jesus because somebody came to him and gave him understanding of what he read. All right. So first way of gaining understanding simply is by studying the word of God. The second way to get understanding is the preaching and teaching of the word of God. Listen. Okay, this is this is the book of Cliff right now. Okay, I'm gonna be a little transparent. I mentioned in the last podcast, I grew up in the church. Um, anywhere there was black folks gathering in a church situation, whatever denomination, I've been there. Okay, um, and there's been a lot of preaching, a lot of good preaching, over the past few decades uh, that have come from many pulpits across the country. Again, I'm not trying to disrespect anyone, but rarely. Have I heard in all my years growing up in church, rarely did I hear great teaching coming from the pulpit. Now, somebody will say, well, you know, teaching is for Bible study, teaching is for Sunday school, but not everybody goes to those things. You got a whole captive audience on Sunday morning. Why not teach a little something on Sunday morning instead of having a motivation? All right, be careful, Cliff, be careful. Instead of having a motivation just to get people to shout. Why don't you have a motivation to get people to understand? And when they understand, they begin to grow and mature and your church begins to grow and mature and your church begins to flourish and your ministry begins to explode because you're teaching people the word of God. Like I say, that's, that's, that's just me. Um, I understand I have a ministry gift of teaching. And so that's kind of what I lean towards when I'm looking for someone to get uh, a word from. Okay. But I think too many times, uh, you know, we talk about, I got a word and all it is inspirational is motivational. And that's cool. Everybody needs inspiration from time to time. Everybody needs motivation from time to time, but you know, understanding, right? Wisdom is the principal thing. And with all thy getting, get understanding. All right. I'm gonna leave it right there. I'm not going to go any further with that. Cause I might get in trouble. <laughs> All right, let's talk about, we're going to finish this up with the things that understanding brings. The thing that understanding brings. There's several things that once you get understanding, you get some bonus stuff too, okay? The first one is patience. And this is found out of uh, Proverbs 14, verse 29. 
Proverbs 14, verse 29 says, He who is slow to wrath has great understanding, but he who is impulsive exalts folly. All right. So the person that's able to be slow to wrath, he's slow to wrath or like we used to talk about, they have a long fuse. It takes them. It takes a whole lot for them to lose their temper. Right. Why are they able to have that? Because they have great understanding. Okay, they may understand that this person is having a bad day. They may understand that they're having a bad day. They may understand that you can't talk to certain people a certain way. You know, they may understand that, you know, things are going on in the company. There's political stuff going on and and they they are slow to wrath because they in general have an understanding. Now, I'll take it to the next level. Those who have an understanding of the word of God will really be slow to wrath when crazy stuff starts happening because they've got insight and perspective and revelation from the Word of God that leads them to understand exactly what's going on. And now because they know what's going on, they don't have to get mad. They may have to <laughs> walk away, right? But they're not gonna they're not gonna just blow up and explode and get all emotional and freak out and all of this stuff because they have a certain understanding. There was um the story of uh, Joshua and the children of Israel, they fought a battle uh, against the people from a place called Ai. And up until this point, Joshua and his army had won every battle that they had fought. And they come up against these guys. It's a little bitty army. They said, you know, we got this. We're not even going to send our full army to get these guys. And they go down there and fight these guys at Ai, and they get their butts kicked. And Joshua... He goes off for three days, he's crying, he's moaning, he's tearing his clothes, he's throwing ash on his head, which is a, you know, a sign of sorrow and mourning in the Old Testament, and he's just upset. And finally, God comes to him, he says, stop crying, this is the Cliff translation, stop crying, get on your feet, there was sin in the camp, and that's why you guys lost. And what happened? Joshua was brought understanding. And once he got an understanding of what the situation was, he was cool. Okay? So the Cliff Translation of Proverbs 14, 29, once you understand what's going on, you're cool. But you, you can't be cool if you don't have any understanding. All right? The Voice Translation of uh, Proverbs 14 and 29 says, Whoever is patient and slow to anger shows great understanding. Whoever is patient and slow to anger, that is a demonstration of great understanding. All right. So the people that are cool, calm and collected, as we used to say, they've got a great understanding about what's going on, how things happen. You see those basketball coaches or football coaches, they never lose their temper or as the commercials say, they never lose their cool. Right. They never let them see you sweat. Why? Because they understand their team and they understand their strategy and they understand who they're playing because they've been studying all week. Right. And because they've been studying, now they understand what's going on. So when stuff gets a little tense, they don't get tense because they understand what's happening. We're going to be all right. We're going to win this game. Right. We're going to get the victory. Take that for your life against the enemy of your soul. Get some understanding so you can get the victory. Get some understanding so you can be cool, calm, and collected when the enemy comes in like a flood, knowing that the Lord will lift up a standard against him. When you understand that, you don't lose your patience. Amen? 
All right. Second thing that understanding brings is what I call a straight course. This is found in Proverbs 15, verse 21. Proverbs 15, verse 21, a straight course. All right. Proverbs 15 and 21 says, Folly is joy to him that is destitute of wisdom, but a man of understanding walks upright. A man of understanding walks uprightly. The Amplified says, A man of understanding walks uprightly, making straight his course. Making straight his course. I'll use another math example. They talk about the shortest distance between two points, come on, y'all know, is a straight line, right? If I want to get where God wants me to go, I need a straight course to get from where I am to where he wants to take me, and understanding is the thing that's going to take me there. Understanding keeps me from being distracted by all of this other stuff that's going on. Right. Understanding my purpose, understanding my assignment. It keeps life simple. Uh, some years ago, I had people, you know, telling me I needed to go in certain directions where ministry is concerned and I need to be ordained and I need to be this. And I'm called to be a pastor. And God had already given me my assignment. So because I had an understanding of my assignment, I never went off off course. I never went off base. I never got distracted. I never got off the road that God had me on. I had a straight course because I had an understanding of my assignment. What, what has caused you to get off your course? Because you didn't understand. You didn't understand really what marriage was all about. You didn't understand uh, what it took to get a, a degree in college. You didn't understand the certain choices that you make when your parents were telling you not to make those choices. You didn't really understand what they were saying. Or maybe you didn't have anybody telling you that stuff growing up, so you just had your own way of looking at things, and you got off course. I'm telling you with the Word of God, studying the Word of God, getting an understanding of the Word of God, you can get back on course, a straight course, because you are a person of understanding. Amen? All right. Uh, and the last thing that understanding brings is prosperity. Now, that word prosperity doesn't mean just money. The simple translation of prosperity is success. And if you want to go a little deeper, success in every area of your life. So prosperity comes because of understanding. We're going to read Proverbs 19 and 8. Proverbs 19 and 8. Verse 8 says, He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will find good. The Amplified says, He who keeps understanding shall prosper and find good. Man, how many people want to prosper and find good? Let me tell you something. Get you some understanding and get as much understanding as you can about as many things as you can get understanding on. With all thy getting, come on now, this is where we started. With all thy getting, get understanding. And when you get understanding, you can be successful. Imagine somebody, I live in Los Angeles, right? Multicultural city, multilingual city. And I tell people all the time, if you can speak English, Spanish, Korean, and Japanese, you probably never go without a job in Los Angeles, okay? Because somewhere, because you understand all those languages, you can find yourself in a place where you can work in places they didn't even know you could work in, 
because you got understanding. If you understand math and science, right, there's a certain level of success that can come to you because you understand those things. If you understand how to drive one of those big rig trucks like nobody else, right, you can get something that, that puts you in a position to be able to drive one of those trucks. If you have an understanding about business and entrepreneurship, you can start from nothing and build a business that's a million, million, million dollar business. Well, you know, we, we, we will operate in the bees these days, a billion dollar business because you have an understanding of how business works. Right. If you have an understanding how marriage works, you're going to have a prosperous, successful marriage. But if you don't understand, you're going to go off course. OK, so understanding brings prosperity. Understanding brings a straight course. Understanding brings patience. How cool is it? Would it be to have a life where you're full of patience you got a straight course. You know exactly where you're going. You keep a cool, calm head, and you're successful in all of the things that you do. I tell you, my friends, <laughs> those things can be yours, not if the price is right, <laughs> but if you gain understanding. And again, specifically, because we're talking to the people of God, specifically understanding about the Word of God. I tell you, man, there's nothing like getting it. There's nothing like oh, getting it. I mean, we, we saw earlier in Nehemiah, they got it so much they started crying because they understood what was being read to them. I challenge you this week, as you, as you are studying the word, I challenge you this week, as you're at church listening to a minister and they bring a scripture and they, and they, you know, they, use, they call it the text. And they, they put the scripture of the text up on the screen. I challenge you to study that scripture this week. I challenge you for those of you who if you have a, a daily devotional. Yes, it's great to read the revelation that comes from the daily devotional that's been written. But I challenge you to come up with your own daily devotional. I challenge you to do, go to a deeper level of understanding of the word of God. Because we see what we see right here. All of these things come. Patience, a straight course, prosperity comes to you because you understand. All right. Y'all good with that? Everybody cool? <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed our time together today. Uh, that's all I have for you today. This is so, so awesome. Um, I pray that this blesses you. I know it's going to bless you because it's the word of God and it's revelation uh, that came through me by God. So, um, yeah, that's all we have for today. <laughs> I'm just rejoicing because I'm, I'm really enjoying doing this. This is, I believe, the third podcast uh, that I've done. And this has just really been a ball. And uh, just so you know, no one has heard the first one yet. So, um I have no idea what kind of response is going to come from these things, but I'm laying them down and I'm putting them out. And uh, it's a very exciting time for me. And I believe it's a very exciting time for God's people because this is something that's needed. Uh, just a nice little cool Bible study that you can have on your way to work. Nice little cool Bible study that you can listen to while you're working out. Um, you know, however you uh, ingest podcasts. All right. So that's it for me today. God bless you. God keep you. Keep a smile on your face. Keep some understanding in your heart. And I will see you when I see you. God bless.
We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and that what you heard will start you on a journey of change and transformation. If you'd like to communicate with Cliff with a question or a comment, you can do so via email at clifftalk 63 at gmail.com. That's clifftalks, the number 63, at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. God bless, and we'll see you next time on The Word Experience.